remember in the scene, I was like, oh my god, I squared it! That's never happened! I was so like, holy shit! Was this, what is this? Is that pretty much? That was the first time was I ever supposed to happen? Welcome back, one and all. Thank you for listening. If you're new here, this is the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty podcast, and I'm your host, Molly Stewart. We define wholesome a little differently here, and my guests span everywhere from the adult industry to the vanilla side of humanity. If you haven't, please consider subscribing. Word of mouth is what helps this podcast grow. So share with a friend, leave a comment, download an episode, or anything you can to help with the algorithm. I release episodes every Monday. And if you're subscribed, you'll never miss an episode. You don't want to miss out on all the crazy conversations that evolve here. Um, but that's enough from me. And let's get to today's guest. Oh my god. Alright, well, welcome back to the Totally Wholesome, Not Dirty Podcast. I am your host, Molly Stewart, and today's guest, you may know her from all of her amazingly award-nominated and won MILF scenes. <laughs> From her own podcast, from her coffee, from her wine. What what do you not do, Alexis Fox? <laughs> There's not a whole lot. <laughs> you do so much. You I'm infiltrating all. You're just like everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. It was funny because like I've I've had quite a few people on at this point, but it was uh, it was fun because you were the first person that sent over like a list of like here's some talking points and I'm like oh my god there's there's just so much so we're just gonna unpack and kind of just see where things go for sure as you guys all know I don't really do interview style as I was telling her beforehand so it's like I'm curious I'm sure maybe you have things that you're curious about me like why don't you do boy girl and and whatever (laughs) it is but um something that I was I was interested that I did see is that you were in the the Air Force. Yeah, I was in really? the Air Force. And I find that funny because I actually went through basic training for the Air Force, which is kind of why I wanted to bring that up because it was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like what what kind of made you want to try out the military and Air Force in the first place? I just want to get out of my small town. I yeah. didn't want to stay there any longer. And I was responsible for like if I was going to go to college or anything like that. And, you know, when you're graduating high school, you don't have shit. So yeah. I was like, how can I get out of this small town? And, you know, start my journey in some way or another. And the Air Force was easy choice because it was only six weeks of basic training at that time. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think it, they jumped it up since then. I have no yeah, idea. I'm, I'm not even sure what it is. So. And, um, yeah. And I, I, it was funny because getting into the Air Force, I realized, like, I could... I really excelled for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I did really, really well. Yeah. And, um... I don't know. It just really opened a lot of doors for me for some reason. That's cool. What yeah. made you decide? Did you do like just like your set amount of time and just decided to kind of because it, it goes like what, like every four to six years or something like that for like sign up and turn periods, I think. But what kind of made you decide to like, oh, like I love this and I excel here, but I want to like do something different and then uh, totally go like a whole different, <laughs> a whole different direction. Well, I always knew I was going to do something else, but yeah. it was just like it, I always looked at it as like. I've always taken like little stepping stones throughout my entire life to kind of take, kind of really just guide me throughout my whole entire journey. And, uh, I just got in, I started going to college, uh, gave me a little sense of travel and being on my own and living in other different areas and really Mm -hmm. kind of just, you know, just another development stage for me. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah. So as soon as uh, my father got sick mm-hmm. and uh, that all happened about and it was getting close to me, either I was going to re up or get out. And I was yeah. just like, OK, I'm going to get out and finish up college yeah. and move a little closer to home. So that's exactly what I did. I was at that point. So I was r- originally born in Pennsylvania. So I moved closer to um, I went to school in um, 
in, in North Dakota where I was getting out of the military. And then I transferred into Maryland and, okay. in Towson. So cool. Where I eventually graduated from. That's awesome. Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah. Like what, what kind of brought that shift into like where we are today, <laughs> if you don't mind me asking. Crazy, like... crazy ride. I'm still like just saying yes to opportunities all the time. Yeah. Like it literally, that's what it's been. It's just like after I, gra- I graduated with my degree in physiological psychology, specialization in neuroanatomy, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Right. Yeah. So I flipped a coin between Phoenix, Arizona and Miami, Florida. My mom was on the phone. She called it. Tails one. Miami was it. And I was like, okay, I'm moving to Miami. So that's basically yeah. how I moved to Miami. Amazing. Had nothing. Like, just, just like total gamble. Yeah. I think like the air force kind of gave me that confidence of like i could go and set up place and yeah, I, yeah, like I've, I can survive i've traveled like, already like i've been yeah. i know the process of moving somewhere and trying yeah. a new place yeah i can and... pull myself together so let's just do it so yeah. i basically that's how i got to miami and i took some time off yeah. had a great time in miami <laughs> trust me oh i bet there's plenty of ways to have fun in miami <laughs> and i got a good time in miami like <laughs> it was a really fun time uh and and now it's totally different it's just like it's definitely have changed i lived yeah. there for 17 years oh wow yeah that's crazy so... i haven't been to miami since like 2015 i think i was there for like an xbiz cam awards thing at the versace mansion but yeah. i haven't even been since then <laughs> it's been uh, a while yeah. it's changed a lot even since then i bet and uh because i actually got to to vegas uh, in 2016 so i would have been oh, really? into there in 2015 okay cool um but yeah just from i realized that so what brought me to here is basically you know, you go from college, you take some time off, mm-hmm. then you get that job or whatever, like, at, you know, corporate, and you try that oh, all yeah. out. And I've I been just, there. <laughs> yeah. And I just realized, like, I started picking up really shitty behaviors, like, you know, where you're like a weekend warrior and you're like, mm. yeah, let's hit Living happy for the hour. weekends. Kill yeah. myself all weekend exactly. and then kill myself the rest of the week. Wait, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> We're and just like, killing ourselves. Yeah, that's exactly. And I was like, this is not working for me. <laughs> and I had to figure out, you know, um, what that was yeah so i hauled off and quit everything and uh you know living in miami eventually have to get a job so yeah i answered a craigslist ad to oh, be really? an extra for dancing bear which i was familiar with because of course i was a porn watcher i yeah. love sex i was a free spirit yeah surprise wonderful uh, so, <laughs> so i went there and uh they went through like this laundry list of things to do like you know if you went with a friend you can kiss her you can show your tits da, da, da. Mm-hmm. or you can just sit back and clap and you make this x amount or they were only doing blow job that day or you can give a blow job you make that and i was like also good day yeah i didn't even think yet i wasn't even a thought process i wasn't weighing shit out in my head yeah. first of all i was already a well enough adult right like yeah. i was already on my You're own like, i'm already established like i'm I okay. some dick yeah and and i, I get paid like, wait i haven't been late in a while i get paid for this and how much dick have i sucked for free like I know. boom like it, that, i mean i don't even think i thought through it that much it was yeah. just a yes opportunity and yeah. I really had, like, if you would have asked me, like, that yes right there and then, where I would have ended up, like, what, 12 years later here sitting and actually winning awards and doing, like, so many other things, even besides of, 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 you know, the adult industry. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, you know, that yes, that simple. And I think it's a prime example of, like... You know, just say yes to opportunities. You'll figure it the fuck out. Yeah, like, I, I figured that out way too late in life. And it, it is definitely one of those things that it's the same, like, obviously, totally, totally different careers, similar field. But it's kind of like, even with camming, it's like, and then the transition into mainstream porn and then coming out of mainstream porn and going back to, you know, making the own content. It's like, it, it would have told me, like, before I ever started any of this, that this would be my job. And I would be like, no. <laughs> I don't even like to wear I won't even wear a bikini like and now I'm like I'm naked <laughs> yeah exactly it's like I gotta wear clothes <laughs> 
Are you? That's... I know there was even before porn. Like there was even times where like I mean I'm like a pretty much free spirit or whatever. But there would be even times where like you know you with the lights out. Now I'm like I don't f- the lights. Oh my God, lit up, light like... it up like a Seven Eleven. That's like how set is. Like you're like let's show it all. Like you know. My first time having sex. I'm just like turn off all the lights. Also shut your eyes. Maybe yeah. put a paper bag over my face. Yeah. I don't know. Don't fuck. Me. <laughs> and like you know, I didn't realize like all like you know like I only had the experience like at that time very minimal li- limited experience with other vages. So like yeah. you know, that's a whole nother story. And then until, I was like, you get in, you're like, look at all the different varieties. They're I know, and so that makes beautiful. you feel way less weird about your own because yes! it's like I don't I don't know how you grew up exactly, but I grew up like very conservative Christian area, and so like and especially in my household and stuff like sex not talked about, body stuff not talked about, yes. and so it's like you have like no point of reference or comparison for anything, whether it's how your bits look, yeah. whether it's how other people look, what is expected of you from sex, like what you you know boundaries and all that kind of stuff, and it's been an interesting thing, kind of discovering that through porn i'm like so if you don't want your kids to get into this industry (laughs) i highly recommend teaching them things young and talking about things openly (laughs) educate please because otherwise they're gonna be like me and they're gonna be like what's this big new scary world i'm gonna try everything (laughs) well there's a good thing to try everything but like it is it is for sure but uh yeah like all that's true like i think Mm -hmm. it's very similar to that because you know where i grew up in pennsylvania um it's very like you know you pass billboards you'll be going to hell how yeah. dare you you know it's like don't kill babies i'm like man i was built for pleasure yeah, I just, <laughs> I, it's crazy like it, it's funny because like the the human body when you think about it i mean we are just we're built for sex we're animals you yeah, know, it's like and, we and, have those instinctual needs. It's things like but we even have the, the way pleasure that... button. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, come on. Yes, like just touch it. Fucking touch it. It does exist. Yeah, guys. <laughs> and I don't know how guys miss it. Like I don't know. It's like right like, there. I'm just like, no. And I have an no. Audi. I'm like, what's going on? Like, you know, like you don't have to dig for that shit. It's, it's like not, it's like a little, it's not little hidden. <laughs> Mine hey. just like pull back the top and it's like, hello. <laughs> With <laughs> little arrows. Just get press some tattoos. Here. Press like press here for fun. May, may squirt or may squirt. not me anymore actually oh my god funnily enough i was just talking about you a bit on uh the episode i had with phoenix and she was talking about how she's like i was doing the scene with her she's like no don't do that you're gonna make me squirt yeah she's like bitch don't squirt on me yes. <laughs> I was telling her, she's like get some bladder control and i was telling her i actually had to work on controlling my bladder because i used to squirt when i first got into camming mm-hmm. then i had people on cam i had no experience with sex toys really before so right. i was like this is just a thing that happens cool yeah and everyone's like it's gross don't fucking do that it's icky like what are you and so i would force myself to like not do it like i would edge myself to the point of feeling like it was going to happen and then back off a little bit and then just have like a different orgasm that way and now i find it almost impossible to squirt oh because it's like such even i don't know if it's mental physical probably a combination of the two but yeah so it's interesting wow yeah yeah it's funny i just (laughs) she'll mop you up i know (laughs) Oh, and I knew oh, it. It was like, oh, certain positions. I, it's just like it's going to happen immediately. Yeah. And, you know, I think like you know, working in the industry and working, uh, you know, we work with a lot of times the same men, uh, different points for our life, and then yeah. course, then they'll like drop off. You don't see the same person for yeah. a long time. But you know, you get to know their body, and it's just like, oh, I know in this position it's going to happen. And of course, they put me in that position. I was like, oh shit! Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> Stay over the air. Be careful. Get out of the splash zone. I know. <laughs> Have you ever had an instance with? Like, and I purposely. 
Leslie was like really careful that day. I was like, no, You're, like really trying not to. Know, to get it. It's so hard. Have you ever had like um like something crazy happen on set as far as like with squirting like you know just taking out camera equipment or like yeah, like hitting I'm sure that there's plenty like does anything stand out that just kind of makes you giggle like well, living I rent free good aim so <laughs> I try okay. not to hit but you know it does happen yeah. like you know it the the guy like he'll be right there the the camera woman or cameraman and. If they don't, I tell them. I always tell them certain positions. Like you're, you're there. You're in the line of. Sight. You're gonna get hit. So, either your camera's gonna be okay, or you might yeah. want to get a shield for it, the rain jacket on. I mean, because especially if it's a squirting scene, then I make sure that I'm super well like prepared for all that. That way, it's that high intensity of what they're looking for. You know, yeah, obviously. of course. That's the thing. The funny thing I've I've noticed too, like. Squirt, like, for me, I was, I, I had seen girls do it. I obviously had done it myself. But even, like, when it's something that you're not, like, prepping for, it's so small. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not, like, what you see. In, in, and then when I filmed my first squirt scene, it was like, oh, God. Yeah. It's every, holy shit. Like, oh, yeah. It stop. I'll, <laughs> I'll flood a room for sure. Yeah. That was, like, a whole new I didn't even know game. my body could, like do all these things you know like what a discovery that was i was oh and that happened actually my first boy girl scene oh really i had no idea i could do that because i used to watch porn and i used to see it and i'm like well i can't get myself to do that yeah. you know whatever and uh <laughs> and apparently i had some bad lays because they couldn't do it either so my first boy girl scene which was right after the dancy bear one which is literally yeah. was booked the next day um that my male my male talent that day made me do it i remember in the scene i was like oh my god i squirted that's never happened i was so like holy shit was this what is this it's like pretty much that was the first time was ever, this supposed to happen the first time i ever squirted it was like with a toy it was like you seen those like they're like bright pink like a little butterfly g-spot vibrator it's like a little butterfly that vibrates and then there's an internal yeah, g-spot yeah. one and that was the first one that ever made me squirt. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like, it was so weird. Like, I still had penises or whatever, but it's like, it wasn't, it, obviously, nothing ever caused that to happen. And so, yeah, that was a total, that was a total shocker for me. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. But then it was like, no, it's not cool. It's gross. But that's something that's fun <laughs> that you discover once you go into actual porn and you get away from stuff that's more just like, I guess, like, webcam focus. I feel like as far as, like, webcamming goes, and this is not the case with everyone, but there's definitely, like, a, a super, like, crazy dedicated fan base. And they're very kind of... It seems like they're very specific on kind of, like, what they like and they want you to check all those boxes. And then also it's, like, different from porn because obviously there's fetishes and kinks. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, you don't typically like i don't, don't want to say deal with but like talk about that kind of stuff with the fans all the time but with camming it's like you're on cam every single day so you're constantly hearing the feedback and trying to take that all into consideration when you get into porn you're like oh there's like everyone in the world and everyone likes something that your fucking body does <laughs> like no matter what there's something for everybody <laughs> yes. i remember when camming first started um i was actually the very beginnings of it it used to be called bang secretary it was like you got paid 20 dollars an hour 
And that was the first real experience of performing and having very minimal like feedback from the fans. I remember all of that. Like, oh, yeah. And then eventually, then they got like the tipping involved. Yeah. And also they realized that women could make a lot of money when they just tipped. Yeah. Versus um, just money. Yeah. yeah. So gaming come, it has come a long, long, long way. Yeah. And then after I took a little bit of a, a small break of uh, filming, uh, just mainstream porn and mm-hmm. did uh, just camming. And mm-hmm. that put me through like massage school and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. I, th- there was a lot of benefits to camming that I found. It's like, for me, it was like uh, the drama just got a bit too much. I got a bit too old for the drama that came with like the mm-hmm. constant competition with cam. But yeah, they not, like, I loved... a really big competition. It I... wasn't always like that. It like, wasn't. No, yeah. and not at all. At least like, when I used to do it heavily, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, there'd be cute little contests, but I, I don't know if the whole competition. The monthly like... ranking contest on certain yeah, that sites is like just. It's out of, well, I, I don't do it anymore because I'm just like, I can't. Like, it's so, even when I first started, I feel like it changed. Like, it used to be the thing, like, get into the top 20. Like, that's your goal for the month. Yeah. And it's like, but it was, it, it felt more like attainable. I, I, and I, then I, it I, got to a point where people were competing more and more and more that made it not only, I, I wouldn't say more and more unattainable, but there was, I'm talking like, there's no time off. You can't take time off when you're in a monthly competition month after month and you're expected yeah, to stay I, on that's top. that's how I feel about it. And, and I feel like that's so forced. And, and when it got to that point, I think it's where I kind of lost interest because mm-hmm. I don't like to do anything forced. Like, like I don't mm-hmm. want to, like, it's like, it's the same thing with social media and the fucking forced content. Like, if you're not producing content on social media all the time, you're not going to, It's exhausting. you can't break those algorithms. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck that shit. Like, yeah. if you, like, artists... Artists take art takes time. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> does. Craft takes time. Yeah, and and the thing and with art I, is it, like so much of your mental yeah. and emotional goes into it when you're creating something that it's like if you're if you have to be on all the time, it's like your your energy is completely eventually, depleted. Be, yeah, it's eventually that that line's gonna drop. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like it may be fucking soaring for the longest time because you've got adrenaline and all mm-hmm. this great stuff going. But eventually for you. it wears but off. But eventually, trust me. It will, you get burnt out. And that's what mm-hmm. happened for me. It's like when it got to that point, like, oh my God, I remember doing like a 24 hour fucking Oh, I've contest. done those. I've done those. Dude, I can't use, <laughs> I can't use magic wands anymore. Shit. I, oh my, my God. You know how guys' dicks will get like, you know, some of them are super sensitive at the head and they're yeah. like, oh, don't touch the head. It's too sensitive. Yeah. And then, so of course, come. you're like, boop. Yeah. If I use a magic wand on my clit like that, forget yeah. it. It'll be just sick. Like, don't touch it. It will swell up. All the blood goes there, but I cannot come. It will hurt. And I'm like, get the fuck oh, off. Oh, no. Because of that. Man, I remember the next day I was having frozen peas on my crotch all kinds of bullshit like it was, i know that it was you said awful. frozen peas but my brain said frozen penis and i was like well interesting <laughs> i do have some i do have some uh rose court penises that you can oh, probably i love freeze i love actually freezing the glass dildos yeah. i have like one of those little um like skincare fridges and i just keep my glass oh, dildos yeah, yeah. in it because it's oh, just a little a little fridge yeah oh, super wow. convenient so I'm highly sure. recommend if you have glass check dildos. that out mark that down joe <laughs> And um, so getting back to that, so it's kind of, I, I kind of feel you on the way where it's like, it, it, it gets to the point where something that was fun, right, becomes not fun and it becomes less and less creative because it's like there's less and less to pull from. So what I see with you and just all the list of talking points that we're not going to be able to get to because there were so many because she's amazing, obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's like you took that and you're like, well, here's all this creativity that I have. I'm going to branch out into literally every single department that I can that interests me so that you're always yeah. having something new and creative to do on I, top of the other stuff. I love, I love, I love being, I love doing things. I really, really fucking I do. love doing things too. I do. Like I do love, you want to do I another cre- thing, by the yeah, way? Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. Oh, and I brought some too. Yeah, these, yeah, if you'd like to try these, these are baby jeters. I love them. Sure. And these are fused with, um, I guess they call it liquid diamonds. May I have a glass of water? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like... <laughs> 
Have you started spring cleaning yet? The drapes need dusting, the carpets need vacuuming, and that lawn needs mowing. You know what I'm talking about. All of that undergrowth that you've been ignoring and putting off? Well, spring has sprung and Manscaped has the best tools for the job. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping when you use my code TWND at checkout. Start off your spring cleaning and knock out those pubes with a lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave to keep your hedges clean and smooth. No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool because it's waterproof. The LED light shows you everything going on down there to help avoid a shaving disaster. Go out and actually smell the roses with the Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. No spring cleaning is complete without a little aromatherapy, and the Performance Package 4.0 is there for you with the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver to tone, moisturize, and provide anti-chafing for those beautiful balls. The start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. As part of Manscaped's We Save the Balls initiative, they are committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men, aged 15 to 35, and giving support for fighters, survivors, and family impacted by testicular cancer. We love balls here at the Totally Wholesome Not Dirty Podcast, and I'm so happy to be sponsored by Manscaped, who's going above and beyond and below the belt to bring awareness to help those who need it. Join the cause and keep yourself fresh by going to manscaped.com and entering my code TWND at checkout to receive 20% off and free shipping. Out with the old grooming habits and into the new with Manscaped. As someone who always loves new technology, one question that I have is, why can't tech be cute? But then I discovered kawaii lighting and I realized that it actually can be, and it is, at kawaiilighting.com. These aren't basic ring lights. They stand out. So whether you're looking for RGB to make a statement or want to do something extra cute, like with their cat, heart, or star-shaped lights, kawaiilighting.com has you covered. Get one for yourself. Get one for the cute streamer in your life. Whoever you get one for, use code TWND at checkout or click the affiliate link in the description to let them know I sent you. Now, back to the show. So fun looking. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that they have a little powder on. Yeah, go for it, man. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so this is a uh, baby Jeter. They're infused with liquid diamonds, and this is a uh, mojolato. Mo I'm saying it correctly. I don't know. Mojolato. <laughs> mojolato. That's good. It does taste a little mojito-y. I like the little mini ones. Yeah, I do too. That's why I like the little mini motivators. Mmm. Lovely. Mmm. Now, as far as you not being in the military anymore, this is probably something <laughs> that... How how long have you been smoking as far as... Oh, like, gosh, I know I've been a weed like smoker a big... for a really long fucking time. Shit. I started doing LSD when I was 12 and just so like... Then I went to smoking weed and kind of like chilling out <laughs> But I've always believed in like mind expansion. I was like a I was like a loner kid that read a lot of weird shit, and so I believed in like mind expansion. Like I couldn't believe that this is like our eyeballs is all that we could see. Like I think our brains are pretty phenomenal things, and like let's dive into it. And so I just kind of like would smoke weed and I'd go hiking all the time. Appalachian Trail was my backyard, so I started very year very young with it. 
And that's really all I stuck to. I just stuck to as a kid, you know, as teenager exploring teenage years, uh, weed and a little bit of LSD and stuff like that. Then I joined the military and I stopped. Yeah. And then I found, and then I write, then in booze was a thing. I was like, oh, okay, well, let me try booze for a while. And that didn't like fan out very well. Yeah. I didn't like I it. Like, like, I don't mind having an adult beverage once in a while and stuff like that, but it's to a limit. Like, it's it's so strong for me. Like, yeah. it's, I'd rather have like a weed drink personally. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't yeah. drink anymore. So it's kind of my, you know, yeah, it's, as well. Alcohol did not. My body liked it too much, you know, it was like that, you know, I don't need it. But once you have it and then it's like, oh, three drinks is a good amount. But what about four, five, six, seven? Oh, God, I couldn't Oh, my do God, it. it's I would Tuesday be so and I started on Friday. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's not, it, it was that kind of cycle. And I, I, I would never say that it put me in a good headspace. Yeah. Never in a calm headspace. Never no, in my, no, no, it's not a calm. It, it's thing. like one of those things. Have you ever had a fight with like a stoner? <laughs> like I've not good point. Like, like good even point. so, even people, for instance, that it's like maybe I don't know them very well, or maybe I know that you know maybe there's nothing wrong between us, but we don't vibe that well. Mm-hmm. You put weed in that scenario, and things are you fine think because it's like okay. you can just manage that like the little the little bits in your brain that kind of just like I feel like make me aggressive or like will like maybe someone would say something if mm-hmm. I'm smoking. It's not going to really bother me as much. It'll make me just kind of laugh about it. If I'm drinking, I'll fucking address it. I'll fucking call you out. I'll fight, like, to your face. Like, it's oh not God. good. It's not good. So I become very fun, but I don't get aggressive. I'm more like the person that will lap dance over everybody's face. Oh, no, girl. No, but, uh, no. I'm, I'm talking, don't get me wrong. I don't do that anymore. I'm a total whore when I drink. Like, it's like, I want to make out with everyone. I want to dance with everyone. But once you get to that certain drink point with me, then it's like that I'm aggressive. Oh, wow. And it's like, and it's not even necessarily at other people. A lot of uh, the aggression that I had when I drank was like self-loathing, self-hate. Like, I would yell like at myself about what a piece of shit I was and like oh my god yeah and so and it's not you know it's not who wants to hang around you when you're like that I don't want to hang around myself and so weed I just kind of felt was like a much better way to just relax relax yeah. which I have unwind. a very I mean, hard that's time why people doing usually sit back and have a like a glass of wine or a beer yeah to unwind and that's that's a I think a more respectable way of using it is sitting back you know think of it as, as a way of to unwind and relax and I, that's sure. why I think that weed should be looked at the same way it should be looked at like if someone can go have a, a glass of beer to unwind I should go and have a joint and unwind somewhere as well yeah exactly so it's to me like those things respectively can can be good for sure and everything but like it. Yeah, so in the military, that kind of stopped all my weed smoking and everything like that, um, obviously, for obvious reasons. Yeah. But as soon as I got out, man, I was back to weed. It was yeah. always been a staple all my life. And it just was a, becoming more legal and everything like that. It really gave me a chance to put my foot in the door and really kind of push stuff through. While my brand was building, mm-hmm. it was also easy for me to shake hands in the cannabis industry at the yeah, same time sure. and come up with that. Which and is like great. now I'm like an ambassador for Yardine here. It's a dispensary here in mm-hmm. Vegas, which is really cool. Yeah. No, I love her. I team. love them. <laughs> yeah. I did a, a photo shoot for them. Um, it was all blue, like an alien, and they oh, did like a desert cool. thing. It was really fun. Yeah, did it with my friend Aura. You guys have seen her episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I I love weed. 
Yeah. It is so fantastic. I think going to Amsterdam was like also like so cool as a kid, right? Like I was just like, oh my God, this is, this is awesome. So, which I actually was like, I guess how I spawned off into my coffee and everything like that is because I was smoking about that. Yeah. I was smoking a joint in my backyard on a hammock on a Sunday and was just like, oh, I should have my own coffee company. (laughs) Yeah. So I called my friend that I was getting my coffee from, which is a roaster out in Massachusetts. And I said, hey, I wanted my own coffee company. I was like, hey, what do you want to call it? And it was like, high AF. Yeah, which is like, yeah. amazing. And it was just a uh, high altitude for coffee. And it was also a slick way of getting like a Lexus Fox initials in there in mainstream product without being. And high AF is just like, it's easy. Yeah. People are going to remember that. And yep. then you spawn that off into a cafe, something like Amsterdam, where people can come, maybe bring their own weed or smoke a joint, or whatever, have a cup of coffee, maybe read a book, boom, bang. Yeah. That would be amazing. The high AF coffee. That's one of my favorite things is coffee and a joint. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, I think they kind of go hand in hand. At least for me, they've always been literally hand in hand. Literally. One hand for the joint, one hand for the coffee. It's perfect. Yeah. It all works out. So, yeah. Oh, and I brought some coffee for you. Oh. I wasn't sure, like, what kind you liked. Oh, girl, all coffee. I brought you a cold, yeah, I brought you a cold brew, and I think I brought you. <clears throat> is it espresso or something? Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh, it's my AJ blend. Because when we first started, I only had, I had two flavors. I had AJ's blend, mm-hmm. and I had Sumatra. Let's see what I got. Sorry, I brought a bunch of No, don't here. be sorry. I'm so excited. I love coffee. I like coffee. bringing gifts. So, I, I brought you the Sumatra cold brew. And then we had AJ's blend. Those were the only two flavors that we originally started with. And how we came up with the, those two flavors was, I was sent... Four beans. I told him, I basically gave him an idea of what I liked as in coffee, right? Mm-hmm. So my roaster sent me four beans labeled A, B, C, and D. Yeah. And, and then I took those and I separated those in little bags and I gave each of my friends and said A, B, C, and D. Yeah. And said, tell me which one you like. Yeah. <laughs> Take your time. And then we narrowed it down to, I think it was like B and D or something like that. And that happened to be AJ's Blend, which we named AJ's Blend. And then the other one was Sumatra. That's amazing. But those were the two popular ones that came down to. Mm. Now we have Costa Rica, Peru, Nicaragua. We have espresso. We have dark espresso, um, uh, espresso dark roast. So it's growing. And then we also have a hot cocoa, which is really cool. Well, what's cool is I actually saw this for the first time um, because I went to, I'm trying to, I know the name of the bar that you partnered you've partnered with um for their al oh yeah tour. astronomy l works went yeah the, the yeah so that's that's the first place that i actually saw it because i went there yeah i think I, you came to the first Daniel. one yeah that's right mm-hmm. i think you came to the actual first uh first beer that we did together so my coffee high af coffee is in uh, one of their golden ales and we mm-hmm. named that cheers to breakfast we're actually they did so well we're canning that beer oh that's um, awesome. yeah the canning party is um this friday coming up okay. or whatever <laughs> this yeah. might sound a little weird when it's airs yeah. but whatever it is it's happening <laughs> soon so it's happening soon um yeah so do the details on it and stuff like that but yeah we're actually can- which is really exciting i That's went to the cool. i went to the canning itself and um i have a can in my in my fridge <clears throat> and I, I think i might just keep it just because yeah. it's a and so then you're talking so like actual like distribution it. like instead of just being like specific to that one location as yeah well, right yeah that, well that's yeah. all under astronomy and stuff like that and it's just awesome like my actual coffee labels on a yeah beer. that's so again cool. that's the thing that happened you know i started that a couple years ago and i would have never guessed that my coffee was going to be in a beer yeah which is so cool so, <laughs> so pretty exciting about that and 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 that yeah that pretty rocks pretty yeah cool. It, that, that does pretty rock. Yeah, pretty mm. rock. That's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. 
That's one of the other things, too. I always think that I'm so awkward, but when I smoke, I don't care. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm awkward all like, the time. I'm so awkward. No, it's I'm so socially funny. awkward. And, and it's so funny because, like, considering, like, what we do for a living, right, we're naked for the world to see, doing things that people do behind closed doors that everyone just watches oh. and masturbates to. And yet here we are, like... We're also still socially oh, awkward. I'm so shy. And I'm we're an shy. <laughs> like, people don't believe me when I when I say that literally I'm shy. Like, I feel the most confident, right, when I'm, like, actually done up and then, like, doing something for work. So, like, video, photo, like, any type of that stuff. Any other time, it's, like, if it's actually, like, interaction with people, it's, like, one of the reasons I do the podcast because I have such a difficult time, like, talking to and interacting with people without, like, text and screens being involved because that's <laughs> more what I'm used to. And so, like, this kind of just mellows me out to the point where I'm, like, you know, I'm weird. This is just me and I have to just figure it out. <laughs> oh, I figured out I was weird a long time ago. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> I I've know known, I am. I think I've known my whole life <laughs> yeah and that's why I kind of like where you know because the whole coffee and then i ended up starting um i used to host a comedy show called the highest fox show in la mm -hmm. and everybody used to so hosting a show hosting something that's live is yeah. completely different than being behind camera yeah and i remember the first show that i ever hosted my quads like were <clears throat> sweaty and shaking. Like I was shaking in places that I didn't know that they could actually shake. I was sweating in places that I didn't. I, could, I was stuttering. Oh my god! It was. Yeah. It was. Oh my god! But I did it, and I want to keep on doing it, and and we're going to continue doing it once um things and you know we get the lounges all opened up here yeah. and the regulations can become a little bit more yeah, open and sure. stuff like that become safer. Yeah. Um. It was. It would end up being a great show, but like. Only practice can get you used to being on stage. I swear. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's completely different than being behind camera. Yeah. Behind camera, even, it's like, oh, you fuck up, then you can redo it. But even, it's like... That's the thing. Like, even presenting awards, like, that's the only thing I've really done on stage is present awards. And even that, where I have to talk even so minimally, if at all, I am sweaty. It is awful. <laughs> like, I am trembling. <laughs> I look at, like, photos or, like, screen grabs of myself, and I'm like... Like, I'm, like, so forced. You're like, that's and I'm, like, my so excited to be selfie. here, but I'm panicking on the inside and apparently on the outside, too, because I can't hide this shit. Yeah. But it's, it's, but it's funny. And then being at something like, like an AVN trade show or something, mm -hmm. an expo on the floor, that feels more like a performance. So then to me, I'm fine with that. Oh, that's and like then entertainment. I'm super yeah. th then I'm super confident. But if it's, like, here's this isolated, like, thing that I'm actually forced to be, like, I'd be so much more comfortable doing like even hosting an award show if i could do it just butt ass naked because like that's how i'm used to be oh my god i'm like this is fine i'm more comfortable now yeah speaking of i'm going to be hosting um <clears throat> xroc oh yeah that's amazing <laughs> did you just shake your head at me oh xrco <laughs> please cut that out hi af <laughs> coffee <laughs> <Buy it. laughs> please just make sure i get that correct <laughs> It's all right. We got there in the end. We'll figure it out. Uh, well, that's yeah. really exciting. Yeah, I am. I'm excited about it. I'm going to be hosting it with uh, Bridget B and everything like that. So going to have to pull my shit together. And, <laughs> and I got so nervous. Well, I think you're going to. I think it'll be kill. fine. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm, you know, you grow a lot, you know, 
I've grown a lot since those very first time, you know, for the very few few first times on stage. So yeah, um, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you did you have any like trepidation like going on and sucking the guy's dick for the first time on camera? Like because it's and and that's the other funny thing about like. So you being on stage, you're so nervous about that. But then, like, the first time that you're ever on set and you decide to, like, make that move, you're just like, no, I'm not, like, nervous about this or I don't. I didn't get nervous until the dick was directly in my face. And the only thought that I really had at that particular time was I just didn't want to take forever doing it. I wanted to do a good enough job where he came in a short period of time and it was pretty cool. Because by that time, I've watched a lot of fucking porn. So I was like basically playing all the dick sucking porn yeah. I've ever seen in my ever in my life and like just mimic the fuck out of this yes. <laughs> and uh, I did a, a, you know goal accomplished and yeah. I did it and the you very next thing I know yeah and what's crazy is I was booked for my very first boy girl directly right after that so yeah. and that was kind of rare because once you do like reality you don't usually go back over and do another reality yeah you know that's the whole bang bros thing was yeah. reality porn um so yeah yeah I, and then it's and then it was like the first time you know you're doing boy girl was like okay well how does this all really go down you yeah know, and stuff but I felt really comfortable I mean I didn't you know by that time I was in my 30s when I started porn so I was just you know it's just I think maybe if I would have started when I was a little younger and maybe that nervousness would have been somewhere else but yeah. by the time I was 30 I was like I've been fucking for a while like what do we gotta do here yeah <laughs> that's something I wish I I had the foresight enough to ask of other people if they had that real like the true fear nerves that like I feel or that you feel like going on stage like mm-hmm. in front of people having to talk to a crowd or something like that without you know it being like a, a camera type situation yeah and I also think when because you're on... I didn't have that like I for all the shame that I had about my body before but by the time I started like doing camming or like masturbating on camera or taking off my clothes it was like that didn't make me nervous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, I and I just wonder if anyone else that even goes into it, like if they really do have those nerves or if it's like a different mindset and like a different fear that people have. And, yeah. and then that kind of speaks to like the vulnerability of people and how people are vulnerable in different ways. Because like for us, it's, it's not really our bodies necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's like our minds. Like how are people going to judge like how we actually are? You know yeah. what I mean? I also think, like, just being on, on stage, you just have this bright light staring at you, and the crowd is waiting for you to talk and respond, so yeah. you have, like, you, and you don't always get a response back. Yeah. So, you know, when things are behind closed doors, anything can happen that, you know, and if stuff fucks up, you can re- erase that and do mm-hmm. it. And even you know, if you're on cam, even though it's live sometimes, you know, you still have control because you're in your own department. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think I think if you're open enough to show yourself on camera, like... It's just a, it's just a little different. Yeah. Well, it's like know. different. My nerves were, it's, it's like for me, even my, my, my nerves were like placed in different spots for that. Yeah, for sure. No, and I, I feel the same way. It's like even the first time doing it, it's like, I, I don't even remember exactly what, you know, the nerves were, but it was just like, cause you, you don't have any idea of what it's going to be like, especially the first time. So mm-hmm. you have all these ideas running around in your head of what it could be. And then it turns out to be something completely different and you actually enjoy it. And you're like, wow. Like, and if I, if I hadn't tried this, it's why I like say yes to things sometimes, you know? Oh yeah. Say yes. Definitely. Definitely. Mm. So what other new, like big things do you have coming up? Do you have any travel plans? I know that you're such a travel bug. 
Yeah, I haven't traveled for a while, so yeah, well, I have... It's been difficult. <laughs> yeah, so, well, that didn't stop me, but um, I just been really busy, like, January kind of flew by, and then all of a sudden I found myself, it was landing in March already, mm. but um, just, uh, I have Sedona coming up, I have Montana and Yellowstone coming up, I have a couple other trips that I'm kind of nailing out right now, definitely have to hit my, I love going back to Costa Rica, that'll definitely happen. Mm-hmm. Um, probably would go visit my friends in Mexico and I'm looking at maybe Iceland or Vietnam as well. Maybe oh, something wow. like that. It all depends on what's going on. Yeah. In the whole world. Globally. To be, yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And, you know, things unfortunately. Are, things are pretty crazy right now. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. And they're suffering like, yes, everywhere. Yeah. But, um, it seems but, like yeah. the world could do with a little less suffering. But I'm kind of like staying in the backyard a little bit and, you know, checking out some national parks around here. Mm-hmm. I love, I have a Jeep with a tent on top. So yeah. anytime I can take that out on a road trip and go up the mountain and go camping and kind of do those things, it's really satisfying to me. Oh, yeah. I I haven't done really much camping and stuff since I was a kid. I love, I love hiking and I love, I love stone hiking. Oh, I yeah. I love yeah. it so much. Have you gone much around here? Yeah. I like to go up to Charleston a lot. Oh, I love Place. Mm, yeah it's beautiful and then like especially during the summer you get that like 20 to 30 degree dip mm-hmm. and it's so hot here so it feels amazing up yeah there. it's great to go up there and oh, you can go up the there for a while so clean. and uh there's a really cool little camping spots up there that mm. you can go and they're pretty safe and pretty i mean i've camped up there by yeah. myself and it's pretty easy yeah um i like it i would find camping with three dogs difficult but i've debated getting getting my house sitter to just come <laughs> over maybe for a couple of days yeah that might be yeah that might be yeah. a lot um, they're they're, they're a little crazy yeah they're not individually they're fantastic but they're not fans of each other they're all very grumbly they're just they're grouchy they're corgis they they're attention horns all of <laughs> <What>? them <laughs> yep they're attention whores they they always demand the most attention if they don't get it they fight and it's just obnoxious oh wow that's why they're not in the house right now because you're new oh. And so they'll all want your attention, like, and then it would be a squabble. Yep. Being very, very quiet out of the way. <laughs> wow, they're really good. Do you have any pets? Yeah, I have, uh, I have two Shih Tzus <laughs> and a rabbit I rescued. I rescued one of the dogs. <laughs> uh, I have Jojo, Loki, and I have my bunny, uh, Bobby Bun Buns, my little girl. So she's the only girl in there. And uh, I rescued her. She was in my neighborhood just hanging out and stuff like that. And one night I just saw her and she allowed me to come up to her. I knew she was domesticated right away because the way her ears were fall, you know, mm-hmm. laid on her body. And um, she didn't want to be caught that night. So I was like, okay, whatever. Went back to my house, got food, put it by the tree. Yeah. And I said to my Jeep, got my Jeep, and I was like, universe, if this rabbit's supposed to, if I'm supposed to do anything for this rabbit, put it in my line of sight again. Yeah. You know, whatever, and I'll take care of it. And one week later, again, at night, and like I always saw a brown bunny, I don't know. Um, it was back by the tree again. So I just got out of my Jeep in the middle of the road and picked it up and stuck it in my Jeep and took it home. That's amazing. And she literally, I, we built her a loft because the way in my house, like I had this, there's a wall between the kitchen and the front room and stuff like that where it yeah. allows like this weird ledge, but there wasn't anything there. I guess people could store luggage up there or something if they wanted to. I yeah. don't know what the fuck it was for. Yeah. I have weird oh. ledges up here okay, too yeah. that I'm like, well, I don't know what to do with these. Yeah, so I so we 
that's her whole bunny habitat. Oh, that's this, awesome. like, L-shaped ledge. Oh, that's cool. It's huge. It's like, I showed other people, like, people don't have apartments, like, in New York that size. And I was like, what are you talking about? And my house is not spoiled, that big. Spoiled bunny. She's definitely, yeah. She definitely went from the streets into, like, you know, a little castle of her own. She's definitely upgraded. Um, she's spoiled, of course, like, all of my pets and stuff like that. But... Oh, I know. I spoiled the crap out of them. Yeah. They own me, 100%. That's yeah. for sure. I was yeah. like... They walk around this house like they own it. Because basically they do. <laughs> basically. I bought this house almost specifically because it had one of the biggest yard spaces mm-hmm. in Vegas. Which is like so hard to find. A freaking yard. Come on Vegas. Yards please. And so this one actually had enough space for three of them. <laughs> and oh no. Well, just pee on it. Just pee on everything. See he owns it. They own everything. And that's the joy of pets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. I don't know. I love it too. Awesome. Uh, oh, something else that was exciting that I can actually talk about now by the time that this is released is that I noticed that you too have a stroker. Yeah. Yeah. From you Kiru. have one too. Yeah. Kiru. I'll go. Certainly do. We can, we can put our toys together. Um, oh, look at that. Be a nice blue box. Oh, hi. Look at Wait, that. Look like that. Oh, so we have to go like just that. never know. I don't know. I don't, I'm trying I my best. Trying my I mean, best. I mean, I mean, I've, dude, I fingered. Have you taken it out and fingered her? Yes. Kind of crazy shit? I did my unboxing. I took video. both sets. Yeah. And I actually, like, I was like, oh my goodness. It <laughs> feels cool inside, <laughs> right? Cool. I kind of, yeah. I was saying, like, man, I wish I had a wiener so I could, like, actually feel what this felt I might like. I put a strap on and just fuck mine one day. <laughs> but the difference is you can't feel Get it. Get all wet and make it all you squishy just to make the noise. It's like, is this what I sound like? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I am that. Oh my god! I'm so in. We Dude, should make a video. AMSR. Let's make a video of us with strap-ons, <laughs> just fucking our... ourselves, and then we can swap like... and fuck each yeah. other. And then we can actually fuck each other. Okay. All right. I'm totally down for that. Oh my god! The male masturbator. Yes. I'm so gonna masturbate. I'm gonna use my. I am gonna put the yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so we have our vagina. We have, get our badges. So get our vaginas. Yeah, and the really cool thing is the uh, the hands free little knobby thing, where you yeah, fit, the key on you, know, you fit your. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the key on. So um, go to uh, Kiru. I don't know the Instagram Kiru Amsterdam. I think David put it here. I'll give it to you. Um, and definitely go check that out because these are actually super cool. I, I've yeah. never had a toy before, and I was like. Yeah, it's actually, and I really love the company. They're super like responsive and stuff like that. They've been no, they've the been whole, awesome. along the way. Have been really, really cool. No, they've yeah. been great. And I thought it was so cool because this is actually um, a red bikini, but they made it teal, and teal's my favorite color. Oh, that's okay. I was that, they I, they asked me what my favorite color was, and I was wondering why I got a green box. Okay. Yeah, I, was, I I forgot that I put that on the questionnaire <laughs> thing. I, I was like, why would they ask this? And then the box is teal. It's like what? no, I love it. I love the purple that's and so teal. Cool. It's really nice. So I thank like you, that. Kiru. Super awesome. Shout out to Kiru. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Oh, and I also brought you one of my calendars. Because I like to do personal projects. Thank you. So this is one of my personal projects that I designed. I was see- I was seeing the talking Korean. points. The Zodiac. Yeah. So check very it out. Cool. So this is amazing. Uh, when's your birthday? I did that. November. Cut that out, David. <laughs> Sorry. I'm retarded. Oh my god. I like to do art projects. Ooh, I love that. So that's 
um, Scorpio. And it's meant to be upside yeah. down. Sorry. So that would be the Scorpio's tail. Oh. Eyes, legs that come out. So everything's very subdued and how it's done. I love so that. Everything oh. is just take your time. I definitely see that now. That's, yeah. so, oh, that's so cool. Definitely yeah. get her calendar. <laughs> I'll get your links in uh, the description yeah. of the podcast and the YouTube description. For sure. <coughs> Goodness. Bless you. <coughs> I apologize. So what other, like, what's one of, like, your favorite creative projects that you've done since you're into, like, doing things like this? Like, that takes so much time and, like, uh, That was actually one of my largest projects I've ever done. Like, I put them together, because we also have an insert and stuff like that, that we also did this completely different. So, literally, we did about 13 to 14 different looks over four, four days in four different locations. Oh, wow. I put the team together. I really described. We had a couple meetings uh, up to the point. Um, especially the stylist, I had most of those outfits were either made for me or something. Um, one of my oh. friends is foreplay style house right here in Vegas. Oh, cool. Yeah. If you ever have a, a big shoot that you want to be actually I, styled for, I let think, me know. I think that I have actually, I think that's who Hardeen used for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They used her a lot. Um, so anyway, she's a friend of mine. So I had her help me style everything. Um, Makeup artist, you know, going with her, going to the hair store. Yeah. My look is, because uh, each look is distinctly different. Yeah, of course. And um, it was a lot of work. Yeah. It was one of my, definitely one of my favorite projects. You know, That's when you put cool. so much into it and you, uh, this team, you know, you never know when you, a team of people are going to get along. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it never worked together. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of, and especially when you're trying to accomplish a lot every single day. For sure. From the morning until night. Yeah. No, um, it's, it's exhausting. It's a lot. And you never know how that's going to work out and how that's going to play out. But honestly, it was just fucking beautiful. And the photographer, Ashley, I used her for another project, which is one of my favorites, where I was more, I was an artist. The, the name escapes me right now. I can give it to you later. Um, I saw a painting of his. And I literally posted, I said, I want to remake this into a photograph. And it's like, oh. kind of like a marionette doll. with a. She has a cigarette. I did it with a joint. Yeah, that's awesome. And her <laughs> hair is different and everything like that. I'll have to show it to you sometime. Yeah. And, um that was a really big project that we did together and it was just really cool because so I was a marionette doll. That's super cool. So do you, <clears throat> do you do more as far as like for your own stuff outside of like the mainstream, do you do more photography stuff than video stuff or is photography and the photos just more what you're passionate about? I just like creating visually stimulating art. Yeah. Regardless if that's going to be video or photographs or painting or anything like that. I really kind of dabble in all of it. Mm -hmm. um, I think photographs are just easy for a lot of people to get their hands on, especially because this is all safer work. Yeah. I yeah. did that purposely because at the same time, I would like for women to also enjoy things that yeah, of we course. also produce. Of course. It's not just for men. And yeah. If you really go through the calendar, it's probably more for a woman. More, more for women. It's very yeah. feminine, yeah. Uh, divine, and powerful in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. It's probably made for more for a woman than for men. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, but yeah. Um, but I mean, the men enjoy it too, and yeah, so it's of course, like you can. You know? And it's, and it's another thing in in porn as well, where I think a, a lot of people have said it too, is that a lot of porn is predominantly created more for men. That's why I don't think as many women outside of this industry partake of it or or enjoy it or you know consume it on their own. 
Yeah, I think it's going to change. I think it's been changing. No, I think it has been changing, but I'm saying in the past. Now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think with the, the influx of, you know, just seeing women can be, you know, sexual beings and go and, ahead and be your and actually And actually create <laughs> things that yeah. are, group, like, really good mm-hmm. and that people actually want to continue watching to see more production from that side. And I think that um, something that's been cool, too, um, as I've been doing more um custom work like as far as like subscriber pages and stuff like that um i've been able to actually get feedback from some of my female fans as far as like what would make content better for them you know for whatever if they're watching it with their boyfriend or if they're just into girls and just watching it solo like they're like even some of you know the dildo content that you make you could do it this way and that would still be appealing to everyone but i would enjoy it this way more or whatever so it's been really cool to kind of just get different creative feedback from actual fans so that when i go and create content that isn't custom it kind of can encompass everyone's interests a little more globally i guess yeah well that's where the good you know fan feedback and stuff like that yeah um and that works really well when you're just working with you know that particular type of content and everything like that i think what i'm trying to do most of all is really spread over since i have a variety of products and services that i can provide is really tapping into you know women buyers Women mm-hmm. like to buy things. Yeah. So if I can tap them into that, that also may lead them into liking other things, such as adult work as well. Exactly. And also give us a, maybe give them a different point of perspective, a different perspective on female adult entertainers and actresses and models and whatever else you want to call us. Yeah. You know, they can see, oh, well, they're not just this, this, and that, and the other. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I agree with that completely. Um, I've definitely, over the past couple of years, diversified just myself so much more like i i had so many hobbies even that i let like go by the wayside when i was so invested in like camming and this like push all the time like painting oh I, yeah are these, is this your <clears throat> yeah like oh, most nice. of the i paintings. love it yeah no and it's and it's been like a, a fun creative process and then even like um picking up like a fitness journey mm-hmm. that's been something that's been really fun and exciting too and that's something else to share then you have things like the podcast mm-hmm. and it, it's been so much more fulfilling to be able to kind of use I guess the brand that the industry has given me to be able to also then flex my creativity in other ways because it's like we're not just whatever we're putting into our holes there's so much more to everyone we can can do things we can do all kinds of things (laughs) we can take it in all our holes and fucking create yes exactly (laughs) and all very multifaceted because like all women well not all women but you know most women put things in their holes (laughs) like whether they're in this industry or not so it's like and they're still doing other things the only difference is that we have a camera (laughs) And we sell it. I guess that would be the difference because some people have cameras too, so don't get me wrong. I think, you know, I think with the influx of OnlyFans and the whole pandemic, I think there's a lot more women on OnlyFans now. Than oh, there yeah, was. there are. Because they realize, you know, now they can make a little money, you know, why you... Even if you're selling you your know. feet pictures. It's yeah, like... and you don't even have to show your face. No. And you don't even have to get naked. No. You know, there's like so many options out there. So I'm like, make your own money. You know, yeah. secure the bag, you know. It's yeah, not, do, you know. do do whatever you're comfortable with. It's like, you know, it, 
I always say, especially if you're just like trying to get your foot in the door with like content creation, you want to do like OnlyFans. There is that option to start without your face and to not mm-hmm. like reveal too much and still potentially create a really good fan base out of that. And then it's like it gives you the option to not have to like fully invest in that and everything that kind of can come with revealing who you actually are, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people jump in thinking, oh, I can just make some fast money really quick. And they don't think about some of the long term repercussions if you don't have, you know, backups and if you don't have the business mindset and the creativity to go forth and then also do other things for yourself. Yeah. And it, it can be a trap a lot of people fall into. So it's like, you know, research a little, do a little before you do too much, you know. Well, definitely, yeah, I definitely understand what you're getting yourself into. And plus, mm-hmm. you have to understand that it's not going to just jump on in a quick buck right away. So, <clears> no. You know, for, you know That's we, the biggest misconception. All of, most, of, most of us that got on OnlyFans in the very beginning already had a brand for us anyway. Yep. So there's that. Two, the more you put into it, the more you're getting out of it. So you're going to have to probably put in more time than maybe the average person like myself, like me. Like, I don't go live that often. but. Yeah. When I do, it's significant. Yeah. Um, but a newer person, you're going to have to go and go in there All a lot the more. Time. You know. But if you've got that business sense and you realize what you can possibly accomplish in the long haul over time and see the much bigger picture mm-hmm. and be- realize that you're now in control of your own time, space, everything. That's mm-hmm. why I do what I do. I mean, I, I, I dictate how I spend my days. Mm-hmm. When you can do that, you lower your stress by a million. Yeah, like it and really it's like you, you have the ability to put the value not only on your body, but on yourself and your time. Mm-hmm. Like, you attribute your own value, and those who are willing to pay it, pay it. And those yeah. who aren't, that's fine. I, I, There's, I, you, you know, has many others as as I, are willing. I love OnlyFans. I think that's, that's fucking shit's great. I love all this, like, private, those little subscription sites. I enjoy it. Thank you very much for subscribing. Thank you very much appreciate for subscribing. We appreciate it. You are amazing. No, so I, I, I really love it. It's like... <clears throat> no, I, I love really it, too. Good, that's some really good shit, because when I started out, like, like I said, when I started out 2010, like, camming was just now starting to come around. Mm-hmm. You know, again, that was paid per hour so we didn't have like these subscription sites and twitter was still really quite new mm-hmm. i think instagram came later yeah. <laughs> Instagram was it's later. crazy how that's really developed over a period of time it's like such in. a short period of time i remember like having my first instagram when i was like what is this like what, what was the point of this and now it's this huge thing sorry i did drink the bubbly water but the now the thing I feel like is replacing Instagram is TikTok. And I feel like now such a big like group of people has moved over to this other platform that Instagram is kind of dying and we're well, still getting censored from yeah. it. But then it's hard to then go and shift and have to figure out a whole new platform where it's even there's still all the censoring. And it's crazy. And it's just well, it's all it's censored like, everywhere. I do have to say, though, for TikTok, I am not shadow banned on TikTok, and people are able to see my content on there, and I keep it super fucking clean. <clears throat> I mean, if you look at my, Insta- my Instagram, is quite clean out of the whole, you know, I've had people write me and say, I had no idea. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just liked your Instagram. I mean, like, I would have had no clue that you do what you did. Um, you know, but TikTok just makes it easy. I just, you know, and I do that now I'm using it more for like advertising my coffee, advertising the podcast, advertising mm-hmm. the calendar, different projects I'm going to, you know, get myself into future art projects, basic little, you know, little fun things. 
But that's a lot to keep up with. That's it another is. drive where if you're not pushing it, you're not on top of that algorithm. And I just really, to me, I like my private time and I like my balance. So yeah. I, don't, I don't, I probably don't do as well on it just because I'm not posting all the time. I that's, have a hard time posting on Instagram every day. I'm like, do that's I have the problem to? that I have is consistency. Like I have reminders set on my phone <laughs> to remind me to post Hootsuite's something really so good, I won't though. do it. Hootsuite's really good for all of that because you can like pre-program it. I just have to sit down and actually do it. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, that, that's I'm so the bad thing. at it. It's like here's all these tools to make it so much more simpler. So much more simpler. I'm stoned. Whatever. It's, it's fine. It's so much more simpler <laughs> to to essentially just lay everything out, schedule all of this. But there's so many platforms to do that on that you need like a week just to just to schedule things. And it's just sit it's down. Also, you're time. dealing with you know you got the DMs, you have the content you have to make, you have all these other ventures, and it it racks up to being so much time that like people are asking what. What's what's the best movie you've seen recently? I'm like, I don't remember when the last time was that I could watch a movie and like sit down and not be plagued by thinking of all these things they should be doing by watching a movie. So I end up not doing it. <laughs> you know? Sure. Like it's a hustle. Saying. Like you gotta be doing stuff like all the time. Yeah, and I think Instagram's just like I think everybody's just well, anybody that's in an industry that like gets shadow banned, like, you know, the cannabis industry is the same thing too. Like it's shadow banned pretty heavily. Oh, for sure. Unless of course you're a celebrity, then you can show your tits and your ass and your puss and nobody yeah, cares. You can but just like do whatever you want. But uh <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy. Like I'm so shadow banned and I, I like I've tried to buy ads for like my coffee or my podcast, which are completely mainstream bullshit, right? Yeah. And, and not like no nope. I don't even I don't even advertise my OnlyFans or anything like I'm, I, I have my page set for 21 and over and only 2% of 2% actually see those ads. So it's like, what am I really paying for? You know mm. what I mean? Just really yeah. make a whole lot of sense. No, I've, I've actually tried to do that with my own podcast as far as, um, just like doing the, the little promotion like thing for like yeah. a new clip or something. And it doesn't seem to do anything. No. <laughs> so I'm like, what? No, like but you're like this, you, you have this many money. estimated impressions and this many, and I'm like, like where is this? I just feel like it's taking your money at this point in time, and it's yeah. just like it's constantly their algorithms are constantly changing, and it's, you just can't keep up with like what's and, and, and what's we're constantly not. getting like folded under, folded under, folded under, folded under, and folded under, and folded. Under. It's just like come on, dude. It's like and and it's, why like it, you know I don't know make it, your app better like just, <laughs> like it it just it, it makes no sense to me because it's like. You're going to allow these things, and I, I discuss this with Phoenix too. So it's like, uh, like in tagged photos that people can just tag of you. They'll tag oh, I mean, okay. they'll tag me in things that I'm not even in that are like porn. Oh, I stopped that. There's a clip. There's a mark you can do on your thing. I don't and people people that I don't follow can't comment, and you can't tag me in anything unless oh, I, you can unless tell I it to only you. people you follow can tag it. Oh, yep. So it stopped. I'm all doing that because oh, you know we God. were getting marked on comments. You know, like, I, you know, if, I was, if, if, if you guys like, you know, write all over in our comments. I want to fuck your pussy. Stop doing that. Sucking your tits, mom, and Stop. all. That. If you do that, it our hurts. accounts get flagged. It's not, even though, it, and which is we're bullshit not doing it. because you're the one making the fucking comment. I can't be on there all day taking off a hundred comments. So I just knocked it all oh off. Oh my god, the bot so comments are I, out of fucking. Control. So literally, I have to be following you in order for you to actually leave a comment on my page. It's not just my followers. Like, I have to be following you. Otherwise, no. Wow. And I'll take you on. Uh, if somebody leaves something stupid, I just take them right off. I don't care. Yeah. I'm no, just I like... actually go through and I do delete comments when I can. And then I go through every two days. And I've been untagging myself 
from things. Yeah, I'll, I'm like, I'll, I'll send you screenshots if you wanted to click that off. It's all up to uh, you. Now I, I will say. Now I I can I can figure it out. I promise. <laughs> I'm just so lazy with technology. It took me until like maybe a year ago to get WhatsApp. <laughs> uh, I just. It's. Look, it's I, never got, I never got. I never got Snapchat. I I didn't like that. Like everybody's talking about like OBS and stuff that they use for their streaming. I'm like, I still use ManyCam, and people are like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it." That's my secret. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Jeez. Exactly. Nobody does because people just keep advancing, and I just stay stuck here in my ways. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. No. It works. What is um just out of curiosity, like because you've you've done so many scenes, like what is some of your favorite scenes that you've done as far as like have you been in like I'm sure you have but like movies or any particular one that kind of stands out as something memorable to you like feature wise could be feature wise or even just scenes just as far as like I I don't know if like after a certain point like things just kind of start to blend together you know as far as things or if anything kind of just stood out as significant that you think back to well, I think the most uh, the real most significant ones are the ones that I, I've pitched or helped write or and you know help produce and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I did a, a couple times actually. Like the Voyeur Next Door was uh, something that I literally dreamt up one afternoon on my on my sofa and mm-hmm. I wrote it all up and I was sitting in my computer for probably maybe a year and a half or oh, longer. Wow. And I got a call um, from someone from uh, Brazzers or MindGeek and um, asking, you know, if I had any ideas. And I was just like, before I even let them go very far, I was like, hey, well, I did write this whole, like, four-part series. Yeah. Um, would you be interested in listening to it? And, I, and I'm very detailed, so... Yeah. It's just how my brain works. Yeah, it's and a creative brain. I had, like, character profiles already written out, like, what their dress would be like, yeah. what the setting would be like, what the house needs to look like, mm-hmm. uh, the tone, what the entrance music would, what I had in mind, what was playing in my mind at the time, uh, scenarios, house sex, and all this other stuff, and they loved it. So to That's see awesome. that play out was probably one of my favorites, just because I got to be in it, it was great sex i had great people yeah in it. for sure no I, 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 I marked all the boxes yeah <laughs> i was like fuck yeah being like an integral in an integral you know what i'm you know you know what i'm saying role like, I, I totally in the, understand. Crea- in the I creative totally understand. process is like is just amazing it's like i've i've done my share to a couple i've written just you know a couple scenes and then i did my own movie um and it's it's just so fun to just yeah. create to be the one that like you're seeing it like come to fruition in front of your eyes. You're a part of the process, and you're like, this is what I imagined, and I'm seeing it be able to be represented. And it's so freaking cool. I think it's so cool. It's like anything, you know. Like, should I just imagine that and wrote it all out on my couch one over yeah. a couple day period, you know, and just was really into it and played it all in my head and just every way it was gonna yeah. go and uh, I, I like to allow my mind to wander yeah that's how i come up with different ideas and more jobs <laughs> for me to do yeah for do, sure as, as far as like because you've been in so many things do you like to to watch your scenes and and to to watch the things especially the ones not necessarily maybe that you're shooting for the people but the ones that you do like write and create 
Or if I had to market it, yeah, I like to check them out and see how they came out. Yeah, mm -hmm. I like to see the finished project because I'm not on the editing pro, you know, on the editing part. I, mm -hmm. I don't know a thing about editing. Yeah. Thank you again. <laughs> no, I don't know anything about editing and stuff like that. And so that's fascinating and kind of learning all that stuff, you know, and um, I can definitely see a future in all of that. Yeah. Um, but I, I really love the writing. I really like being creative in that process. I like coming up with new scenarios. Um, Andrew Blake was one of my favorite pornographers ever. Like I just loved all his films and what he did. And, yeah. um, yeah, that's really cool. Just want to like completely create all the time. Yeah. No, I love that. And I really like, yeah. And like play these little scenarios, these beautiful, probably more feminine, um, sexuality based. Want to get those more out on camera. Yeah, for this sure. Really great. Do you have any anything that you're writing in the works as far as that would go? Yeah, like not well, not to give away any ideas. Or um, anything, well, I just but... submitted a couple things mm -hmm. um, recently. Um, I do have to say that's a really great thing about being contracted and stuff like that is, you know, companies that you're contracted with are, are really interested in in what you want to create. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I um, found that when I was contracted for Mind Geek, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah like, like, oh, we we value you and i'm like yeah. oh for more than just this they're like yes yeah, yeah. up here too i'm like cool they, like, they want to know like hey you know yeah. are, are you happy like you, you want to work like who do you want to work with and stuff like that so i feel super grateful that that's there yeah um and you've that's been contracted a great outlet for them too. for how long gosh when did it start 20 20 two years oh, it's been about two years yeah. Sorry, it's no, fine. No, it really does. Like, <laughs> plus and, we had that whole like like thing in there. So I know. Like, well, it's that's one of those like, funny things where, that I feel where like there the was, time start and where does it end? There was like 2019, and then there's now. Yeah, I'm just sorry I'm about like, that. Wait. I'm bad with time anyway. Plus, no. we just smoked a joint, so like we did. You know, Things are out of control, but it's fine because that's the world lately. The past apparently three years, so like <laughs> it doesn't stop. It's like oh, pandemic. That's a year that didn't I'm happen. Just like, what, and then you have like the time. next year, yeah. which is 2021. That's gone. Bye. Bye. It's, it's 2022, bitches. <laughs> like, it where passed. did it go? Yeah. And it's like, and now there's all this crazy global shit going on. It's oh, just like, God. what is happening? I think the rapture might be coming. <laughs> Fuck while you can. Watch the porn. Like, too. Because, like, it's, it's just wild. It's getting crazy. But yeah, you get totally what I, I mean. I love being creative and being imaginative and putting that on and then I have a couple other things that um that I have in my head that just needs kind of vomited out on paper but because I, <clears> I my head my I'm so detailed yeah. oriented it's kind of sometimes hard no to, I, to I vomit feel it out on, on paper and I call it do call it vomiting because it's a lot of words coming out on paper yeah and then and... it's like a matter of like organizing that again yeah. and it's like because you have you feel like you have it together in your brain but when it comes out it's like a scramble and then you have to de-scramble it well, and... try to, it's like you're describing the movie in your brain to someone and you really that's going to create it so it's like okay the walls look like this like you know like yeah. you have details. and they're like but why is that important and you're like around. because it's important yeah like, but, it, but it is because oh, all that creates the imagery like it like like you look like it that whole picture it's not just me in there like the whole picture creates a feeling to really movement. draw you in yeah I'm, I, like everybody could like you can think whatever it is when it comes to that yeah you know, and you could have just like the plain white walls and like every other thing but then oh, it's gonna be like every other thing that's there. not the creative like, aspect you need like that that accent lighting you need that light in the corner the to, to really colors, yeah. you know ah. Uh, it, and I like aesthetically pleasing things. I do too. <laughs> I don't know, like my house. Yeah, that's all the mushrooms. I, 
I love that. I haven't, uh, I've, I'm like one of those people that's too afraid of my own brain to want to do psychedelics. Oh gosh. Yeah. I microdose often. I just, I, in fact, I was wondering That's what people morning, have been saying like is microdosing. That's all yeah, I hear I've lately. done a lot of psychedelics all my life, like yeah, I said earlier. Of course, when yeah. I, whatever, but like, and I, I, like, I just, not because like I was, I, I didn't do it, when I was younger, I, yeah, I partied and stuff like that, but I was like fucking young because I didn't, was, didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Now it's more like what I do now is more plant based. It'll be like something for spiritual or just for like, you know, mental stability, like uh, just mental happiness. Like, for instance, this morning I was at the gym and I was like, God, I'm in a really good mood. I was like, oh, I took mushrooms before I went to bed last night. That's probably why. <laughs> yeah. You know, because they're still working on you in some one way or mm -hmm. another. And it's just, again, it's a microdose. And sometimes that just relaxes me enough. And, mm -hmm. Uh, I like to lucid dream and, and go into these different spaces and it's not like microdose. You're not tripping out. Like, yeah. I'm not like, Oh wow. Like I'm not yeah. trying to watch a wall breathe anymore or anything like that. <laughs> I never want to ever see a wall breathe <laughs> in my life. It's so dope. Ever. But <laughs> I will hold your hand through it. Ever. <laughs> I just got to go down the couch. I can't wait to touch that later. No. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun in my life. Let us say that. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I I really feel it's great for mental. It's it's great for my mental clarity. Um, if I feel, I'm like I'm very human. You know, mm -hmm. there's times where I'm down. There's things that go on. There's things that I can't. I'm like, why do I feel this way? You know. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I just pop a couple of mushrooms every time. I feel that way. I do have a regimen that I stick by. Um, I use it like a any other medicinal plant that I would ever use. Yeah, of you course, know, for for reasons. And it's it's been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it really helps me focus. It kind of hones in. It helps my creativity. I love to go on hikes and mm -hmm. microdose. Um, love to go to concerts and comedy shows as well. <laughs> but that's, that's me. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, no. I, I definitely feel like weed for instance puts me in a crazy creative headspace it's one of the yeah. it's one of the reasons i can smoke it here and then actually like talk easier for instance but i love sitting down with just like paint that's what i picked up during the pandemic was painting because i oh, did nice. like drawing and stuff before but it wasn't really i never really painted and so it's just been so fun because you just like let it flow and you don't worry about anything you just paint what you're feeling but i do get into these spaces where it's like once i lose that creative flow for the thing if it's not finished i have a hard time like coming back to it i'm just like but it feels unfinished you know i don't know how to get back there i can understand that actually i was painting for a long time and i'm the kind of person that if i don't finish that painting at that particular time then it's done however i ended it because i can't go back into it it's yeah, like it was such an emotionally charged moment at that particular and i can't recreate that emotional charge no, it's just, like that painting there. I started, yeah, that's beautiful. I started that when I found out my grandpa died. And then, like, I was just working on it for a while and it helped me get through that. And then, like, once, like, I didn't feel like it was done. It wasn't what I saw in my head. But then I like, couldn't see it anymore and so I couldn't finish it, you know? And it's like, oh, I guess I guess it's done. And so there it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, that's that's just art. and maybe And maybe that's just the way that we create. It's like... Once you're not there, your brain's decided, well, it's done. And so it is done. And and art is all subjective anyway, isn't it? Maybe you've worked through whatever that thing is that you needed to work through through a yeah, time period. I exactly. also look at it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a little thing that you go on. My gardening's like that. My gardening is like a moving meditation for me. I can go out there and just flow in and out all day, watch hummingbirds, bees, oh, plants. beautiful. 
I plant a lot of seeds. I don't, people hate the way I garden because I'm just like, let's throw all the seeds in and see what happens. Um, and it's great because I end up having a very lush garden and it's great. And yeah, some things, so you know, super full and everything has a cycle, um, in it, you know, I'm able to take the fruits, fruits of the labor. Um, I allow some of the fruits of the labor to be compost just directly in so my worms have something to eat mm-hmm. um, and poop. And because plants love worm poop. And then I also take uh, things for seeds. So I allow it to mature yeah. and take it for seeds. So I have it to plant for next year or maybe re again in the same year because we kind of almost get two seasons here if you play it right. Yeah. Um, and it's like a fine me, art. Yeah. I fucking love gardening, dude. Yeah. It's like... That's mm, like pure happiness. But I, I'm a nature girl, so barefoot, out in nature, mm-hmm. hanging out, all about it. Yeah. No, I. that's one of the things um, that I often miss in, in Vegas is, like, real grass, because I just want to feel it yeah, on my there's toes. There's so grass here. There's not. We have to go to the park. <laughs> you have to find the right parks that water correctly. There's like and a you got to find, <laughs> you're like, oh, my God, I found it. It's smaller than my entire foot, but I'm going to try. And you just shove it in there because... It's not very green here. Oh, it's not. But there are certain times of the year that it's it's not too bad. And if you can go, fine. I just like to just go walk through the grass with my bare toes. Yeah. The dogs like it. I miss that. I do. Because I, 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 I grew up I grew up in the Midwest where it's very green. Oh, okay. Yeah. Grew up in Michigan. So it's oh, like okay, very yeah. green, very lush, very wet, very snowy. Oh, God. The snow. Okay. Really yeah. Well, it's also like the funny thing about Michigan is it's so temperamental. Michigan has PMS because you have all that lake effect weather. And so it's like, oh, you're it's a blizzard. And the next day it's like 65. It's like, make up your fucking mind. You can't like, you know, you have all that lake effect weather. So it's just kind of a nightmare. I would never live there again, but it's yeah, I haven't spent much time in Michigan at all. I think I've only gotten there a couple times for, I forget yeah. why. If it must have been like when I was younger or something. I, I will be honest. If my family didn't live there, I would have no reason to go to Michigan. So I wouldn't waste your time. Yeah. I kind of feel that way no about offense, Michigan. Though. I love you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry if you're from Michigan. I'm from Pennsylvania. is cold. I'm like, whatever. But I was stationed in North Dakota. Mm. So similar. I don't know. I'm sure there's parts of Michigan that are just as cold as North Dakota and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I've been so to can, North Dakota definitely... too. My grandma lived there for a little while. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. That was, I'm done. That's why I kept moving more south. <laughs> It's like, where's the, where, how far south can I go and still be in the United States? Oh my God. It was true. I I was like, all right, left Michigan, California. Okay. Florida, Michigan. Ah, fuck. I I do hate it here. California. (laughs) Yeah, that was totally like, why why did I do this? Washington, because I moved there in the summer and I was like, wow, it's beautiful. And then October hit and it was like, oh God. It's gray. (laughs) It's just gray. It's not even necessarily that it's raining. I love rain. Even like I like I Hawaii rain, for yeah. instance, beautiful. Beautiful. But even warm. when it rains here, not so bad. You have a couple of rainy days, but you get that gloom, and I am just and I am a sad panda. Mm-hmm. It is not good. It gets gray here for a while, and I don't like it. Like, yeah, my it's, changes. We're we're finally getting out of that period. I finally feel like because it's mm-hmm. starting to get more of these really nice sunny days. Because this gloom has been driving me up the walls. Like it's it's I not been my good. sunflowers start to bloom and grow. Mm. God, I love sunflowers. He has to come over. I will. And everything starts to bloom. Yes. I want to see. Ooh, we could take pictures, like, with all the beautiful Mm -hmm. flowers. Oh, that'd be so pretty. That would be amazing. We definitely should. Right now, my potatoes are booming. My lavender, my rosemary are always my mint. Ooh, mint. I have a few other things that I've noticed that are coming out. It looks... Yeah. 
So you don't even, so you don't really plan it. You're just kind of like, meh. Pretty much. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> then you kind of have to pick through and like see what has come up and like it's what always, it is. It's always a always glorious a discovery for me. I'm always on an adventure, by the way. That's super yeah. cool. I'm always on an adventure. Just go out there, hang out, see what's going to, see what grows. I love grows that. And what bugs come that year. And yeah. You seem like insects, I mean, you're like definitely the adventurous type too. Mm-hmm. Not only get into the industry the way that you did after coming from the military that you got into just to explore. It's like you're just this powerhouse and your whole life is an adventure, which is so cool. You're just like your own choose your adventure book and every option is like, yes. <laughs> I really like the way you just put that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's why the Jeep suits me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's That's perfect so part good. of me for real. No, I love it. Well, I've really enjoyed having you here. Thank you so much for well, coming. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Would you it. like to tell everyone where they can find you? Sure. Um, you can find me publicly on Twitter at Alexis Fox F A W X. And then um my Instagram is at Alexis Fox Live. Um my spicy page is <laughs> foxfans.com. Mm-hmm. And, of course, if you want to support my coffee business, it's highafcoffee.com. So check it out. Buy the coffee. And if you're local in Vegas, you can actually buy it at Corey's on Eastern, which is a a local wine and uh, beer joint. So check us out. Have some fun. Check me out. Check her out. Google me. Get by There's my... a lot to see. She does everything. She's like Barbie. <laughs> I truly, yeah, yeah, I really am. She does all the jobs. <laughs> does all the things. I'm the Barbie with brunette. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the brunette Barbie. This is what happens. Perfect. Brunette Barbie. We just named the episode. <laughs> I fucking love it. I got the big tits for it. Like, Perfect. why not? I love this. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to be liking and subscribing. I hope that you do. Uh, leave us a rating if you enjoy. As always, anchor. Uh, blah, 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 I can do this. Submissions can be made to anchor.fm slash twnd um, and twndpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.